Welcome to Don't Be the Trolls, where we flirt, but nobody gets hurt. <laughs> That's right. Today, we're going to talk about the fine lines of romantic advances. Yeah. Uh, are women just as guilty as men when it comes to crossing the line? I don't think so, but first. <laughs> we have some new patrons we need to welcome to the show. Uh, huge thanks to these four people for heading on over to patreon.com and backing us and actually uh, pledging their support and helping us uh, get through the month. This one thank you goes to DJ Johnson, Brian Kempert, Crystal Silva, and my good buddy from back in the day, Ryan Gillespie, actually hit me up on Facebook and said he listened to the uh, episode we did with the Trump supporter, Nate. He said it enraged him sufficiently, and then he went on to uh, to listen to a bunch of other episodes. Uh, so I was like, wow, that's cool. A, a friend, like a peer of mine, actually likes the show. It's always nice. Yeah. It's always fun when people your own age like your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or at least are like, you know, entertained by it in some way. Yeah, yeah. Crystal is a friend of mine from high school, and she supports the show. She's uh, constantly writing me on Facebook updates about which episodes she likes to. It's fun. I think maybe we should just do a campaign for all of our current friends from high school <laughs> and college and say, hey, support our show, right? Supported by our high school friends. None, yeah. none of our, none of the fans of our bands will do it, but you, <laughs> who have a personal connection with us, might, right? Yeah, well, maybe. I mean... Uh, my friend Ryan Gillespie did say that he liked Sherwood, so he doesn't mind supporting hey, the show for that, too. Cool. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I just got home from tour, and most of the people coming out to the shows were telling us some story of some personal connection they had to the band, and I'm, and we were all talking about how eight to ten years later, when you go back out on tour, like that's what people remember, and that's what draws people back, is that those personal connections. So, Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like you said this to me one time, or I commented on. I mean, your shirt. they hate our music, but they had a good time. <laughs> they had a good time hanging out with us at some point, or we at some point. Yeah, remember when we got pizza in Cincinnati? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, those are those are those are fun stories yeah, to hear because exactly. a lot of times I don't remember, and then I have to like really rack my brain. I feel bad, but at the same time, like they they usually understand. They're like, you meet a lot of people, and, and back in the day, we were sleeping on everybody's couch, and so every day where there was like you know seven new names to remember and it just it starts to blur yeah i remember the faces but i don't remember the names but i remember a lot of the faces and it's weird because like we were saying how funny it is that a lot of our fans have grown up like a lot of them brought photos to me of like the last time we toured in like 07 or whatever and uh <laughs> and they were showing me these photos and they've changed so much and i you know i was a little bit older then i'm a little bit a little bit older now i haven't changed as much but it's just funny to see people going from like 17 oh yeah that's the big change to 26 like going from like yeah 16 17 to your mid 20s like yeah i don't even look anywhere near what i looked like when i was 17 i've added about 30 pounds of muscle <laughs> yeah pure <laughs> muscle yeah exactly yeah uh, so you know uh all that to say is those personal connections help matt so reach out to your fan base yeah i know right personal connections and say support my show <laughs>
You know, I, just to transition into this topic, I don't really think there's an easy way to get into this topic. Um, is that a is that an innuendo? <laughs> no, it's not actually. Sorry. There's no easy way to get into someone's. There's no pants there's either. no easy way to slip into this episode. <laughs> All right, but men men seem to think there is an easy way to slip into someone's life's life life <laughs> intimate intimate personal space yeah 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 so you've seen it in the news you've seen it all over the place over 60 women have come out and said harvey weinstein did inappropriate things from touching all the way to actual rape and um it's pretty sad and i think matt you know we've been in the music business we've been in the entertainment business so to speak obviously it's a little harder to do it in the music world unless you're like a solo artist or something but um you're talking about getting away with sexual harassment. Yeah, it's just it, like that's all we think about all day is how can I sexually harass somebody and and have it go my way. Well, I mean, it's been on both sides. Like we've seen other bands kind of take advantage of their oh, fans, yeah. and we've also seen, you know, we've heard of things like Kesha. You know, she's trying to come out and say that, you know, her producers or whatever in her past have kind of right. And I don't know if you were on Twitter today. Uh, speaking of sexual harassment accusations, but uh, Kevin Spacey has been accused by another actor who was underage at the time um, from like 1986 of, of making a sexual advancement when, when Spacey was only 26 himself and this guy was uh, 14, this kid. And uh, wow. you just see the outrage. Just basically there's, you know, the accusa- more accusations get made, more other people make accusations. Obviously they feel like it's sort of like a coming out, like I, I just need to come clean with this, which you, you totally understand. But then there's always the backlash and it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, how many of the people getting really angry about it have made a, an advance on someone that was turned down that that someone could have interpreted as harassment, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I that's kind of what I want to talk about, because I think there's both sides. Like, I've definitely seen both sides of this coin. Like, Sherwood, in our career, we took two models on tour. Um, one guy was just a buddy of mine. He was a model in high school. He came on tour. He came to a bunch of shows, and I saw women hounding him, like women walking past the the band dudes and going straight for him. Like right. we were in Vegas, and I saw this girl just whispering in his ear, just like basically do me, do me now. And <laughs> wow. and 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 he kept coming back to the rest of us, going, "Dudes, you know, don't let me, don't let me wander off with this girl," you know. And then I had another buddy. Um, who I'll keep nameless, uh, who, who came on tour with us, very attractive man. And everywhere he went, the women were just, didn't matter who, yeah. if you were the lead singer of the band or you were cool or you had sold 100,000 records. If you were the hot guy passing out flyers or, right. or selling t-shirts or whatever, women were just clamoring Really? Over certain dudes. And I, so what I'm saying is, like, I've seen it go both ways. I do think men are more predatorial, though, when it comes to this, obviously. Well, biologically speaking, which, uh, yeah, this gets a... You can you can go on. I won't sidetrack us. <laughs> My point is, is, like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, the UK Independent, right, released an article that said, men aren't allowed to join in on this Me Too campaign, hashtag Me Too, which is like, you know, men, yeah, you've been sexually abused or whatever, or assaulted or whatever, but it's not, it's not your time to say Me Too. Right. 
This is about women, basically, who are who are predominantly the victims of this. Yes, and yeah. So it's 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 it's, it's in a weird way. It's kind of like you know the Black Lives Matter movement, where it's like, sure, you know, there are black people who are guilty of taking advantage of the movement of Black Lives Matter and you know vandalism or hating on white people yeah that exists but the but the broad movement is black people trying to say look we need some social justice we are right. we are predominantly taken advantage of and it's systematic and look at it and white people you can come alongside us and support it too just like men could come alongside women right now and support them and say look yeah i haven't actually done anything that's considered right sexual harassment but i understand it happens because i'm a dude and even if I don't act on things, those sh- those shitty thoughts have gone through my own mind. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, how much how much of this just is stupid anyways, like a hashtag campaign, like you can't participate in, in a hashtag. Uh, what does that have to do with real life anyways? You know, even if you do the hashtag, I hear you or something. Like, does that really mean you support? Well, I mean, it's the way that the culture communicates. So, yeah, I I, I guess I agree. It reminds me of that amazing meme that was floating around with Ralph from The Simpsons when the uh, Paris bombings happened. Yeah. And it's just Ralph, a meme of Ralph sitting there with a flag over his face. And it's like, I'm helping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feels weird to laugh about that. But we're laughing at public response here to, to certain things where. It just becomes a cliche so fast in our culture. Like something, you know, something's totally. really sincere, and there's a there's a group of people that are really sincerely participating in some cathartic, you know, sharing of their 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 stories and their lives and their struggles, and then it just sweeps across so fast, like like a brush fire, and and it becomes a cliche, and then it's who can do it and who can't, and then the the kind of like the the backbiting kicks in and it's just, it's, it's also typical to me to watch something like that. But the UK, you know, the independent said this, it says, it's easy for me to, it's easy to see me hashtag me too as a collection of individuals telling their stories, but to do so is to miss the for the forest for the trees. Um, the thing about the hashtag me too was the similarity in stories, the shared experiences of women of, of being a woman and being sexually harassed or assaulted it illustrates how sexual violence is used to systematically oppress women as a class. As much mm-hmm. as it was about individual women, it was much more about women together. That's why I didn't use the hashtag when I was talking about my own experiences. Yes, I have been sexually assaulted. Many men, especially gay men, have. But it's not a systematic problem that we seem to face. It's, uh, it's not, like, not like it is for women, that is. Um, and any sexual assault is horrific. But just uh, as all, not all murders are hate crimes, not all sexual assaults are part uh, of a wider I, oppression. I could argue with that all day. Yeah, I, I can too. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> Will I be? I be hated upon if I do? So no, I mean that's what the podcast is about. Is, is I guess sides, so. Right? I mean, I, I I understand it and um, I get it, but I just feel like there's this overarching message, or I guess maybe even undergirding. Uh, of of these types of statements, which is basically just to acknowledge that that the patriarchy, capital P, um, male led, male dominant society, um, has been set up and protected and is tyrannical and and is out to create slaves or victims out of other people groups. And I think the problem, but the problem for me is uh, with a lot of the I, I hate to use these terms, but postmodern viewpoint 
which basically comes from Derrida, who said that uh, there really is no objectivity because everything is infinitely. Um, what am I trying to say here? Basically, hmm. anything can be interpreted an infinite number of ways, and therefore, yeah, yeah, everything is subjective, and therefore, um, reality is broken into uh, groups of people who are either victimized or or the oppressor, and and um, and the society essentially, when you extrapolate out on those ideas, the society is is essentially a a, a bunch of groups that are that have that their main uh, relation to each other is is a power dominance hierarchy. So basically there's someone at the top and they're dominating the lower groups. But the problem I have with this type of thing, like just saying that, uh, for instance, you know, he's saying not all murders are hate crimes. Like, yeah, not all sexual assault is, is sexual assault on a woman. But the idea that women are a hated group by men because of this, evil patriarchy this tyrannical male force uh i think it just negates the 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 concept of biology that we understand which is that men have been competing for women to win women for you know ever since we became social primates you know <laughs> so yeah and that's kind of what i want to talk about is like you know testosterone is a wonderful thing when it's wielded right but what do you do with all this testosterone I mean, how do men respond? Are all men just terrible? Because I feel, I feel like it's getting to that point where, like, yeah. there's something about testosterone. I mean, I talk to all my male friends. 99 times out of 100, the man is going to say, yeah, I'm always asking my wife to have sex. It's kind of me. I'm initiating it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's something about a man that's going to, you know, and every once in a while there's a woman who's in that position. And that's, but I, I would say that's rare. So there's there's all these very complex things of like systematic sexual harassment. And then there's just the, being a dude. And yeah, well, there's definitely behavior problems, I would say. And I, I, I think maybe the internet um, compounds those and social media apps like Tinder maybe compounds those too, because everything is transactional. And I think it's as much to do with technology. It is to do with this uh, movement, especially with, you know, consent, being um the idea is that you have to get this express verbal consent which throws out the the whole like picking up on social cues and 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 throwing caution to the wind type of thing <laughs> that uh that that sort of is the biology that undergirds these these uh flirting yes i mean it's like it's not a trans really, it's not a really it's not a legal flirting. transaction right so you know, it is it's something more base than that, and and then and then people have tried to reduce it to this, just like you have to get this um, express written legal consent, and and if you don't have that, then you don't know, and then there's there it's this really slippery slope where if you don't, then you know, obviously I I would prefer that you know the person that you are trying to become intimate with, and you know them deeply enough to know who they are and what they want. Sure, um, sure. But like I was hearing on a podcast, they were talking about how people can't read faces anymore. Like, like they might think somebody wants them, but they, but, but the person does not. And, and, and interprets their advancements as harassment. Is that just because of like, is that because of texting? It's because, because nobody's looking at each other's faces when they're talking to people. They're not making eye contact. They're not reading weird, all weird. the, the uh, nonverbal cues. So yeah. So that might be leading to more of this. Right. Well, back in the day, there was obviously some more social decorum. 
Uh, and now you just text someone, you have a transaction over t- Tinder or whatever, and you don't have to read their 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 face. And so maybe you think that's the way the world is, and you go out to a bar and you have a few drinks, and the, you buy some girl some drinks, and then you think that's what it is, and it isn't, and then now you're charged with sexual harassment. So, you know, like it's it's uh, I think there's a lot of issues that go into this, yeah, and I think. Yeah. I think I mean I'm I'm kind of sad about the the fact that that people are going to have to break it down to just a transaction. Well, that's a, that's kind of how you know? I feel like a lot of things are getting in our society because like you know it's like you solve a problem you create you create a couple more and I think that you know you try to solve this problem of like okay yeah systematically you know like I was talking to my wife about this before I was just asking her some questions before the podcast just to kind of get my mindset in in a more of a empathetic state. And I was just like, you know, I just, you know, just asking her, her her personal story before I met her and some things she dealt with. And she's like, I definitely don't want to. She's like, I don't want to talk about anything on the podcast. Um, she's not like she doesn't want to have her stories out there. But she says, you know, it's definitely lame Men have done very lame things to me. And, yeah. And um, and it just made me sad. You know, not only that, not only that, like. You know, just to hear that my wife has gone through this. Yeah, but my wife, my my wife, like experiences cat calls all the time whenever she's like out running, and it like makes her super angry. And there's really nothing she can do about it. People just idiots just drive by in cars and yell and think that that's yeah, 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 okay or something. And that's what I'm talking about, like the sense of decorum of 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 respecting women. It it does it does seem to be. Uh, slidden backslidden there's, there's three stats about about sexual harassment just to call out the dudes here because we're kind of in that part of the conversation stat one uh one in three respondents don't think catcalling is sexual harassment so third of dudes don't think that's sexual harassment i mean that doesn't that sort of depend on culture because like when you're in uh hispanic countries sometimes those those cultures well it says in middle east countries are the worst Maybe American women, as bad as it is here, have it better <laughs> than some places. But yeah, it, it, because our because our men are just cowards; <laughs> they can't even catcall. Yeah, our men are just too. <laughs> we just have a low T epidemic. You know what I mean? Low T, a lot of low T. Yeah, on. you see those low T commercials? Too, too many, too many Big Macs. Too many Big Macs get you the low T. But you're right; it, it probably is cultural. But the, but the, here's another stat: one in three don't think repeated unwanted invitations to drinks, dinner, or dates. Is sexual harassment, and this is, this is where I think I agree with you, Matt. That like you can't even ask a girl out anymore, right? More than once, you're you're right. you're a crazy loon. It's hard because so with with all bringing it back to science and biology, with all social mammals, uh, picky women drive drive the species forward. So. So we're more ape-like than we'd like to admit. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. I mean, just <laughs> we we are. I mean, if you believe in any of this, but uh, but like you, you just see it. Like women decide generally who they're going to sleep with, and it's based on a number of um, huh. they are the huh. select they are the selectors. So the they select the fittest ultimately, and men traditionally in in or or males if we're talking about you know, bi- other biological species, they compete for the attention or for the right to mate with the females. And so this is kind of like built in. Men are always trying to... So you think... Uh, it, we, 
we, our sex drive is is it, we're trying to procreate so that we can spread our so genes. So you think you know like okay, so this is funny because like two days ago, I'm my kids, my boys run to the window and there's like one male turkey, and there's f- like four or five females. Hmm. And he's got his feathers out. He's doing his whole thing, and he's trying to lure them in. And these women are just eating, just eating lunch. They're not. They they could care less. And I just felt bad for the right. guy. Like, this is just such a huge metaphor for how men feel a lot of times. They're just putting their feathers <laughs> out there, and the women just, the women are just eating their lunch. You put another male turkey in there, have them fight to the death, and then the women will select <laughs> yeah, the winner. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's the thing is men have been killing themselves to for the right to mate with, with women, you know, in, in, in the animal it's world. It's just funny in nature, like, you know, the peacock, you know, you think, oh, that's a beautiful peacock. You don't think that's the male. The male <laughs> is the beautiful peacock trying to lure in the females. Right. And if you watch any of those, like, those, I don't know, have you seen the, the BBC documentaries, um, Planet Earth? Yeah, there's that I one have, where that yeah, bird yeah. has got like blue, yeah. and has the big black like feathers open. He's got these blue eyes, and he's like doing this dance. Yeah, and <laughs> like the dark jun- jungle floor, and he's doing some crazy dance. And you're like, that was all selected for. Like the women were like, I like your dance moves. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do. This. And it worked. It worked enough times <laughs> over millions of years to where like all the dudes have dance moves now. The successful ones. So anyway. yeah. So so basically, what we're talking about is when is the dance moves too much? Very impressive, but no one is watching. The superb bird of paradise calls to attract a female, and he has more luck. But what does he have to do to really impress her? She retires to consider her verdict. It's hard not to feel deflated when even your best isn't good enough. is it inappropriate yeah and that's the thing is like because sexual harassment is on the rise it's in the it's in the public sphere a lot people are coming out and guys like harvey uh weinstein and bill cosby and uh you know there's there's a bunch of uh accusations uh, with trump you know people are like this needs to stop and so they're i think a little bit sensitive to maybe just someone um making some sort of advancement on them. And and obviously there are inappropriate advancements, right? Like yeah. if you want to sh- show a girl your dance moves, you know, that's probably not inappropriate uh, depending on the context and, and where you're at, like maybe not the middle of the street or, you know, in a classroom, but like, but like, obviously there's, there is, we have to draw the line. There are very inappropriate ways. Sure. To, sure. But uh, I try to win the affection of, you know, a female counterpart. I think in order to be dominant in a business world, you all, it's almost the same tactics and skills to be dominant in the sexual world. So you got all these guys like Bill Clinton. They're like, oh man, he's a pervert. It's like, well, he's probably hyped up on testosterone and that what's, that's what fuels him to like want to be the... Bill f- 
Oh, sorry. I thought you, I thought you meant Bill Gates. No, Bill Clinton. I, I, <laughs> I was like, Bill Gates doesn't seem that hyped up. No, but I mean, like a lot of yeah. those dudes, no, I know. They're, yeah. they're either like super nerds. Oh, sure. JFK, MLK. I mean, their, their excursions and dalliances have been well documented. I, I just think that a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these dudes on the top of the food chain are unbalanced. <laughs> well, they're just, no, they're just subjected more to their natural urges. They're, you know, they're, if, if you're the type of dominant person that's going to like achieve a lot of good things, then it's, it's a higher likelihood that you'll have a, a, a bigger call to that procreational desire within you evolutionarily. Like you're, you are the fittest, you know, for the job. If you're the president of the United States, you're the fittest, you know, like you got there. You, yeah, yeah. You climb the ranks normally. Uh, but I mean, you also like, like, probably are a little more dominating. You're, you're more sure. likely to step on other people to get to the top. Sure. So you're more likely probably to step on women to, you know, as you're crawling to the top. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe. And there's a, there's a difference between sexual harassment and like consensual um, philandering, which, you know, you I don't know who who draws that line obviously i think the women get get to draw that line but yeah i mean here's the here's the problem you know here's on, on stat number three here it says more than half of u.s women have experienced unwanted or inappropriate sexual advances from men three in ten have put up with unwanted advances from male co-workers and a quarter have endured them from men who had influence over their work situation which sucks so you have a power dynamic where you really um, you really feel like you can't speak up for yourself. And that definitely needs to change. But the idea of unwanted advances, I mean, how do you know if it's wanted or not? Unless you try, right? Like, it, unwanted doesn't mean inappropriate. And Yeah, you're doing your dance. You're, you're bobbing around on that I tree would say with maybe, your little blue eyes. And... Maybe the workspace, I don't know, maybe that's not appropriate. But I, at, at the same time, like, how do you meet your wife if you work all day? <laughs> It's so true, though, how you say like like so much of like just regular animal nature mimics uh, human behavior, yeah. human activities, and so often we just kind of assume like, oh, but he's he was a good guy. I can't believe this happened. It's like, right? Yeah, but women like gotta understand that like that primordial urges monkey brain will kick in, and that's the thing we have to rise above because we're 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 now conscious and aware of kind of our baser programming we're aware of our dna and what it selects for and what it does and and the the uh hormones in our in our brains and we're aware of of the law and we're aware of um we're, we have empathy for other people now so we can rise above these these animal urges but um what i don't like is that some some people either reduce men to animals and just say all men are like this yeah, or maybe yeah, on the yeah. opposite side, basically there, there there's no way to overcome your your urges. I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Well, it's it's like it just reminds me of a lot of things we talk about on this. It's like, you know, we could just talk about something super generic and get ourselves into trouble real fast. But say like, why does a woman dress up to be attractive? Multiple reasons, right? Yeah. She wants to feel good about herself. She might want to attract the opposite sex. Right. And you know. And then there's social. There's social expectations placed on her, and you could interpret that as being, you know, the patriarchy has set this up. Women are objects. They need to be look a certain way to have value, and they can't just go into the office and kick ass. They have to also do their hair, et cetera, et cetera. So there, 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 it is complex, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's the problem going back to Derrida. And but some women, some women just dress up to get catcalled. Right, right. Well, that's true. Th- yeah. Not all of them, not, right. not a majority of them, but some do. So it, 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 confuses, it can confuse the men because the men are like, oh, well, this is why the women are doing well, this. Well, that's the they thing. They like is, it. <laughs> with these sort of interpersonal communications in society, so much is context and so much is culture and so much is way more complex than just saying, here's a list of rules that you can and cannot do. That won't honor the women any more than it will honor the men. Um, and so I, these things do sort of have to be negotiated and you can't broad, I don't think you can broad stroke. I, don't, I think you can, if you start calling cat calling sexual harassment, there's going to be a number of women in certain cultures that would be like, no, that's like, I enjoy that. That makes me feel good. And who are, who are that's we so to, weird. who are we to judge? You know, like I, I'm not one to do it. I think it's disrespectful but, personally, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, you can't broad stroke and just say, okay, this is. You know, this is my interpretation of this is the correct interpretation. But no, I mean, it, it's frustrating to be like, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, who are there. It seems like they're, well, on social media, it seems like their main goal is to promote feminism, which I'm all about that. Yeah. I think that, I think women would do a better job in leadership. Most of the time, given what I've seen about their natural empathy and et cetera, but that's a different episode. But but there was one there was one article that was posted, and I wanted to chime in because the women were just going off on it. Um, one of them was this lady. It's, it was a woman who wrote this article. And she's like, "Why I have sex with my husband even though I don't want to?" Ooh. Sometimes, yeah. And she and she just writes of this article, and she's like, "Look, you know, like I don't always want to have sex." But I know that my husband does more than I do. So I do. And I don't think he's a, a, a you know. An abuser. Know word I'm, yeah. yeah. And, and all these women are like, oh, hell no. This is terrible, women. Stand up and put an end to this lady. And she, even in the beginning of her article, she's like, look, I know this is going to create a, a shitstorm amongst my female right. friends. But this is what I'm talking about is like, there is something biologically that a man probably does and wants sex more often and there's nothing wrong with a woman understanding that right and saying look you know like just like a woman wants like intimacy emotional intimacy probably more so than a man does and it's no there's no problem with him going out of his way even though he doesn't want to be emotionally intimate right with his wife but he decides to or 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 he doesn't feel like doing a, a number of things that she likes him to do whatever it is but he does it like it's like a it's like a foot massage. I don't want to give you a foot massage, but your feet hurt, and I love you, and I love you, and so I'll, I'll give you a foot massage. Yeah, but like I'd rather just lay here. I'm tired, but since I love you, here's the foot massage. Yeah, yeah, but it's like because <laughs> it's specifically a sexual thing that the that the man is then is out. He's he's totally off his rocker to expect yeah, that. with the or she's off her rocker to even want to give him. Right. That. Well, sex is different, obviously, for for men and women and. You know, I think I think what's offensive about that, about what she's saying a little bit to me is that, like, she's not um, enjoying it, perhaps. And if she's not enjoying it, that means she's not getting any emotional like connection or what women want from it. She's saying more in times when she's tired, like, right. You know, like she's exhausted. She comes home from work or he can, you know, like a man. But can once, have you sex grease, once you grease, once you grease the wheels up the day. and they're turning, I mean, there's no way to not. 
enjoy it, right? It's like, but that is, like, but that is like pizza's, subjective. I think pizza's pizza. You know, it's like even even bad pizza is pretty pretty good pizza. Yeah, even bad pizza is pretty good pizza. <laughs> but like, some women are are, and this depends on their hormone levels too, like right. where they're at hormonally. Some women have a harder time getting into sex than others. In fact, I remember, you know, coming out of super Christian like super conservative Christian culture. A lot of my friends who got married in their 20s, I remember the girl I was dating at the time getting phone calls from all her friends that were newlyweds that were like Christians, having a hell of a time enjoying sex, even in a committed married relationship with someone that they totally were in love with because there was so much shame and guilt and all that. But that's different. That's that's different. What I'm saying is like, I think men enjoy bad pizza sometimes a little bit more. <laughs> Is what I'm saying. <laughs> they just they spend a lot of time eating pizza in college, and it's just really nostalgic for them. I was on tour and I was reading all the comments on Yahoo because they made it a lot easier to like get to the comments. And I'm always interested in the comment section because I just feel like that fuels the podcast episodes to me. <laughs> all the trolls. I, I'm always interested in the human, the, the, this, the natural human response to this like doctored up, released piece of news. And then right. like, people's just immediate response. But one woman wrote on when the Harvey Weinstein, she's like, like men are, men are fantastic. Most of the men in my life are fantastic. I love them. They're great. Let's not demonize men here. What? Um, what's that? Was that real? Like in response to Harvey that was Weinstein? Some, that was some girl. Like, well, because there was all these comments who were just like, "Men are terrible." Men like, have like, been like doing, you're yeah. saying. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's like the whole thing has been broken into groups, and it's all about group power, right? So, me and you were in the male group, and when and then basically when there's bad news about a male. Everyone can go, look, the male group is bad. And it's just, it, it, you lose all the complexity and, and the context. And then you lose the, the archetypal good man, the good father, not the tyrannical man, the evil man. You lose, you lose a focus on how can we encourage men to be good? Um, and I just don't think the demonization, or at least how I feel is the demonization of manhood in general. Like men need to be more different biologically than they are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, you just need to channel that and 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 develop the 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 more nurturing, protective parts of men. I do think men need to stand up and be more outspoken when guys get into that monkey brain. Oh, absolutely! Like, and that's the thing. You or I, in a band, you know, we were on tour and we had you know roadies or or TMs or techs or whoever that got in trouble with girls or whatever and we would always like no you're not going like we're ta we're taking you with us like you just don't know what's going to happen and that's just not a responsible way to be and if anybody yeah. in our band was like 
drunk or tr- trying to do something stupid, we would always step in and be like, no, not like it's not worth it, you know, like, and, uh, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's kind of like, you know, I was talking about this with the guys in Emory, we were on the road and we're just like, yeah, like, it's just so funny to me. Like, it's odd to me that people get in trouble and they have friends. Like, who are their friends? Like, we would never allow any of the that sort of behavior to go on. So I guess it just becomes a cultural thing, you know? Like, if you, I don't know, people who support it and get away with it uh, develop a a habit of, of being uh, behaving poorly, I guess. But, you know, everyone... Yeah. It keeps saying in the Yahoo comments, everyone in Hollywood knew about Weinstein. They all knew about it, and everyone kept silent. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so really, that's that's an issue. Is it's not men or women. It's just that everyone has remained silent when they know one of one of the A few moguls. Years back, there was this guy that like got kicked off Warp Tour, front porch step or something, and there was this blog, and all these are all these artists were like tweeting like fuck this guy. If, he, if I see him on Warp Tour, I'll kick his ass. And basically what, what he was accused of and probably guilty of was there was some text messages um, uh, from some sort of chat app and he was having conversations with like 13 or 14-year-old girls, girls who were underage. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, they were creepy conversations. They weren't like overtly disgusting, but they were definitely creepy. And uh, and so the guy got just outed and the, the internet outrage just went crazy and all these bands that were on warp tour were like hating on him and saying they're going to beat his ass and everything. And I just thought, are you kidding me? Like we were on tour with bring me the horizon, which we called bring me the hose, which was also bad considering that the girls were underage that they were hanging out with every night and doing Lord knows what. And we knew, we knew about it and we didn't like it. Uh, but nobody said anything. And that's the thing. It's like when you come out and, and hate on, you know, like you hate, you, you hate, like it's so, it's so, so much self-righteousness is involved in, in the, in the outrage. And it's, it's almost like reaction formation. Like they, they, they're, they're, being, they're trying to distance themselves because they feel like maybe they could be, uh, you know, accuse themselves. It is, it is difficult. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, Corey Feldman came out a couple of years ago and said, look, pedophilia is like, the, like the, a huge problem in Hollywood. The, the you know he's saying pedophilia more than sexual harassment right is actually the a greater problem in Hollywood and everyone I mean he came out on the View and said that and everyone's like oh Corey you're just he's like no look when I was a kid in Hollywood me and my friends got freaking harassed yeah and it's disgusting and some of those guys are dead because of all the the shit they've been through this is young male right so. I think it's to to the degree at which you are helpless tends to to elicit the most uh, outspoken response. More the yeah, that's true. Or, or just so like, yeah, if you're underage, especially people are like that yeah. is never okay. I've never yeah. really been into uh, people who aren't on the same maturity level as I am. So, like I can I can remember being the only time in my life I can remember the lines being blurred as I was a 19 year old camp counselor and there was a 17 year old girl <laughs> and she was smoking hot. See, and she that's was the thing talk- is like someone hard lines. That's the thing is like that's a <laughs> yeah. social construct. the The idea that someone's not an adult till they're 18 that is a social construct. But the fact that you're two years apart and you are both of uh, reproductive age oh is my goodness. that's the biological reality 
And that is not necessary. Like those feelings. I mean, obviously because of our society, you go, well, that's, you know, I don't know if you get a signed letter of intent from the parents or something, but I was, uh, I was definitely not a disciple of Jesus in that moment. (laughs) 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 I mean, I remember, I remember it took everything in me not to say, Hey, in like a year or two, call me because I will definitely talk to you when you are one year, one year older. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's the silly thing. I I, I, I remember kicking myself. I remember kicking myself when I went up back to school, like, man, I should have, I should have just got her email. I and, met and my wife <laughs> at camp when I was 15. I was a camper. She was 16 on staff. Older uh, women. And gr- and so, yes, when we started dating, she turned 18 when I was 17. What does that mean? I don't know. I mean, that's a that's just like a that's a construct. That's a, that's a line that people just that our society made up. But what really, really is driving the attraction um, is, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of no, when they go through puberty, they're ready to, you know, be impregnated and therefore my hormones kick in, you know, like that, that's normal, you know? Man, there's so many, I, I feel like we need to do like another episode of this. We'll just I keep know. it going for like I'm three pro- or four episodes. I, th- I feel like I'm doing a bad job today and I'm just like foot and mouth. Like every time I say something, I'm like, oh, that didn't sound right. No, nah, it's good for I you, I didn't man. do any research. I need to do more research well, on yeah, these topics. This is, I th- honestly think people listening are, are, are enjoying it because it is. it feels more natural. And I think this is a conversation that everybody has with their friends behind closed doors. Whenever something like this becomes sort of politically correct, they go, well, I asked my wife out 50 times and then she finally said yes. And you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and and the first 25 were unwanted advances. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's like so it's like culturally, you know, more and more people are probably behind doors going, "Oh man, I don't know what to think or feel about this because it doesn't right. seem to resonate in my own life." And uh and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I just but but what I was saying earlier is that like the age thing, particularly on tour, I was 26, 27. I had never really talked to anybody, you know, in their teens for more outside of a fan thing. Right. Because not because so and mostly be, actually I'm I, I enjoy talking to the older women more because they right. seem to be more comfortable with themselves. And they if they were talking to me. Right. They knew they knew why they were talking to me and had nothing to do with the fact that I was in a band or whatever. I mean, that right. didn't hurt. I didn't hurt, but it didn't feel like right. there was this gimmick. I definitely am not. I definitely think it's lame when guys use a gimmick to get young girls into their sure. life, whether right. that's faking things on the Internet or whatever. That's lame. And I think right. that's what the warp Tour, probably the, the response was is like, dude, look, there's plenty of women your age that aren't young and stupid. Right, that you can that you can get. So no, well, go, that's go that's the whole thing about the reaction is everyone everyone took advantage of of underage girls. My band never did, but I just saw it left and right, and just to see all these bands come out and just hate this guy because he had, he had some text conversation that came out. Yeah, and he, yeah he came yeah. off creepy. I was like, come on, man! Like, uh, you know, I get it. It's he's a creep. He's a weirdo. But like, don't be self righteous. I know you guys have have witnessed and also uh, probably participated part, participated in flirting or you know borderline harassing underage girls but i mean we were on tours of that same thing you know there was i mean there was a couple i remember there was an instance where there was a girl young girl passed out kind of drunk and i remember carrying her out of the hotel room and putting her in her friend's car and saying don't be stupid yeah at home yeah like like she's a cute girl i have a i have a few drinks in me Eh, i'm attracted to her you you do the right thing 
you're not. But a, there's you're, like you're not a like tyrannical 15... male. You're a good man. Even <laughs> That's drunk, the difference. even even half drunk, I was still trying to say. Oh, look. absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, look, girl, these this is like predatorial band dudes that get really drunk and get really stupid. Take I, her home. I spent the first year and a half of my relationship with Christy telling her to go home. <laughs> because I I didn't want to sin or whatever, and I oh. you know, and and she she was the one that was making us sin, if I'm honest. Oh man, <laughs> you just added your wife on the podcast. Yeah, more she, so than me. I mean, I was more principled in my you know in my belief that we we probably shouldn't. You know, yeah, maybe maybe we Chris were young. Got we a were little young. bit more. She's got a little more testosterone in the blood than the yeah. average girl. You know, and she'll just. <laughs> She'll, she she just knows what she wants, but but yeah. what I'm saying is like yeah, and this is what I was trying to say at the beginning of the podcast is like I've seen women be just as just as aggressive as men, um, and that's not to say that all women are are hoes either, right? right. Like like I I just well know all, that, all men are hoes that's for sure. Well, just some, some can regard, can, yeah. some can control their hoeness, but the whole like <laughs> the biology <laughs> is. That hoes survive. That's, you know, if you want to get into evolutionary biology, the hoeiest of hoey men are the ones whose DNA gets spread and the species has survived because ho hoey men <laughs> have sowed their seed. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. It's good that it's a hoe, too, because that's, that's what Merry you do before Christmas. you sow. You hoe, then you <laughs> sow. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, it's so complicated. Women, if you're still listening, which you probably aren't, uh, we understand. <laughs> We're sorry. It's, com- it's complex. It's difficult. Uh, I have no idea what it's like to be either even 10% of the time walking around afraid, you know, having my keys in my hand as I'm walking to the car or, right. uh, you know, all the things that women go through or just taking uh safer routes home or walking yeah. safer you know whatever it is or or having friends to have to walk with you if you're going to go you know there's so many things that women endure and it's shitty and i think that men do need to be better at you know calling it out and raising a generation of men but yeah. i will say this be a at good the same man time, stand up because because every man has the base desire to be an animal right but but also they have the equal uh, proclivity for good. So if you if if you encourage that within men, not men are tyrannical and they need to be more like women. Men need to be good men. They they need to they need to do manhood well, and that means honor, respect, protect. You know, take care of self control like that. That's what every good man has, right? That's what every good woman has. Be a good human being. But it. It definitely is frustrating, and I will agree with you that it's really frustrating to sort of be lumped in like, man, you are all at fault, and you need to feel the brunt of this, and you need to you need to be just as guilty even if you've never sexually harassed somebody. I've even seen right. those articles, and I'm just like, right, come you're a part on. of well, because you're a part of the group, and the 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 group is it's all about power of of your group over other groups, and so you're implicit, um, and it, there there's just no individual uh consciousness there's no individual you know there's no respect for the primacy of individual consciousness well that's what i every time i see these groups kind of 
battling. In particular, there's a group of, of women that seem to be always lumping men into groups on the old Facebook. And every once in a while, I want to I write on there like, you're not going to win the war of feminism without men on your side. You're, <laughs> you're not going to. And they, you know they'll I mean? agree with you, but they'll try to convert men into females and think like females. I think true feminism is is to encourage the gift the gift of femininity and I think that the patriarchy yes in our society because we're a western culture especially and um, it's all about uh, production and profit that we've very undervalued um, the mothers and the people who are basically the glue that keeps our society together. Like I said this before on the podcast. When I watched a doula and like three midwives and a nurse and my wife bring those children into this world. Right. I remember standing back going, man, this is, this is a job that, a, that a bunch of men can't do. No, they, I don't, I've seen men do all kinds of jobs, but they could not do this one not, as well. Not childbirth. No, that's you. It, it took a million years to develop that more than that. Obviously. <laughs> But I mean, lots of male doctors are, you know, bringing kids in the world. And I'm just like, oh, sure. I would probably, if I'm honest and politically and not politically correct, I would rather the females bringing the, my babies into the world. And I would rather if I break my leg in a fire that a 400 pound beast of a man <laughs> kicks the door down and carries me out of the house. Right, right, right. <laughs> there's, well, you're just saying there's, yeah. Yeah, the division of labor stuff is is, right? is, is like, hard. I don't mind females being firefighters, but when it comes down to it, I'm 235 pounds. Yeah, and I'm going to need a big ass Dwayne Johnson of a firefighter. Well, once we get to AI come in. and androids, it won't matter. We'll just have the android. Fire but you know what I'm saying? Though it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't say women can't be firefighters, but and or yeah, yeah. or men can't have babies. It's just celebrate some of these differences and say, look, sure. it's a good th- it's a good thing there is a right. There is a hoss of a man that can kick a door down and grab and save women and babies from the burning flames. And there's sure. and it's a, so I don't know that that stuff's all politically correct now. You can't say you that need, stuff. Well, and that, well, it's not. I don't know if it's incorrect. I, it, it's I, it sounds like the gun debate. You know, the only the only the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But the truth is, the only thing that can stop a bad man is is a good man. You know, and I really think that. We need to encourage better behavior. Uh, we have a lot That's of true. bad men popping up in in uh, the news these days, doing bad things to women. And I think we can start with individual responsibility and go and consciousness and say, as for me and my family, we do not do that. We respect people. And then when you see your friends or hear them talk about certain things, you just you just say something. You just say, no, that's not cool. You know, like that's simple, yeah, right? Yeah. That's simple. Like, well, I don't, you know, sexual harassment is not, it's not cool. Like that's a human being. That's someone's daughter. You know, that, that's a cool thing to say. People will listen to you if you say that and it works and it encourages them. It, 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 it writes the, you know, because you never know people get in these loops and these, um, uh, environments where, where that stuff's sort of accepted. And I, I just think, you know, a few drinks later, it it can get out of hand, and so you just kind of nip it in the bud, right? <laughs> but men, awkward dudes. If if she says no a couple times, think of a more creative way to do this. Do All the right? dance. Do the dance. Because <laughs> I, I, I will say, I will say that I think women want to be courted a little bit. I think they want to have, they want to see the dance. Yeah, go on, I, I do d- the talent show, and like Napoleon Dynamite, win the girl. 
Classic. Yeah, you you just have to. That's work appropriate. Harder. <laughs> That's appropriate. You just have to. You just have to be more creative and work harder and be smarter and be less creepy. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I mean, I followed my wife down at the House of Blues down to where she was sitting. I kind of, you know, in 2017, I was a creepy stalker, right? <laughs> but when she, but I walked past her. I didn't walk up to her. I went to the bar and I was like, "How am I going?" I was formulating a plan in my mind. I was like. Okay, I met a girl at a show. She's cute. How am I going to go about doing this without being Creepmeister right. 2000? Um, right. Because I'm a dude in a band. She just saw me play. Uh, she's a cute girl at a show. She knows how this goes. And while I was formulating this whole conversation in my mind of what I was going to do, I turned to see if she was still standing there, and she was standing right next to me. And the first thing that came out of my wife's mouth to me, are you following me? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and I was like, I can't say yes. That's creepy. I can't say no. That's too uh Yeah, but she's being over. she's being forward. So which I is, have to which is good. Yeah, which is great. It was like yeah. sh- she's she's not lame. She's so, so I had she's being what you should have been. So I <laughs> exactly. I I know, right? I was uh Yeah, was, that that no that's that was my wife too. She had to ask like I had to say she had to beg me to to get it out, what I what I need to say, and I was. But just you like, were like fifteen, I like right? You. So it's no, different. I was like I was seventeen when I first. But I was almost out. thirty years old at this time, so <laughs> it's still I, you know women terrify men. That's just keep the like everyone should just know that that men are terrified of women. They don't have any idea how to be around women, and 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 when they don't when they don't have any practice, and you douse them in alcohol, they they re- revert to their animal instincts, and so they just. Go, they spontaneously let's, combust. Let's not accuse the poor, the poor bastards. Let's educate <laughs> them. You know, let's. Well, let's well my response along. to my wife, my response to my wife was a little bit of your advice there. I, 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 I didn't say yes or no. I said, she said, "Are you following me?" And I said, "Maybe. I'm. I, I'm. I might be following you." Yes. <laughs> and I felt like at the time that was a great response because it's not. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. creepy, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. I'm not lying and pretending yeah. like I'm. I, I'm just like you know what. Yeah, you're right. I might, I might be following you. Yeah, is it that wrong? Like you saw someone, you liked the way they look. Maybe you heard them talking to somebody else. You thought, I just really need to talk to that person. And you follow them somewhere to see if you can have a conversation. That, that could be considered sexual harassment. And if perhaps. she said, she said, don't follow me, I would have been like, okay. Okay, I'm done. See yeah. you later. Yeah. Like, like I'm not even going to. But then she would have chalked yeah. that up to an unwanted um sexual advance that's where it gets (laughs) shitty because it's like look it's like how do you know if i I wouldn't have done if i would have just implied this totally left way of looking at all this i wouldn't have you wouldn't have the woman of your dreams i wouldn't have my or your family kids my wife and none of this yeah Yeah. so i don't know kids you're probably more confused after listening to don't feed the trolls i was less we (laughs) we confuse you I was more of a coward than you, so I, I can't even. I don't know. I can't. I can't really. Well, speak. I mean, that was thirty <laughs> years old after playing. But how long? Shows. How long have you been married now? Uh, then we're coming on seven years. So I've, I've been married for thirteen years. I, what I'm saying is, perhaps the people who are successful at finding mates, Nate, aka the non-creeps like us, are married already, and that's the problem. <laughs> There's so many creeps left. <laughs> It's only creeps left. Yeah, yeah. Don't be I a know. creep. Don't be a creep. And girls, don't so don't creeps. put up with creeps. Be forward. When you see a guy following you down to a bar and he walks past you and doesn't say, 
a word, walk up to him and say, hey, are you following me? Because that man might become your husband. There's like, I'm watching the World Series and there's this commercial from like the new um, Samsung Galaxy phone or whatever. And it's like this exchange of them texting back and forth all this stuff. And then the girl writes, the girl writes, I love you and sends the text. And then the guy writes back, who dis? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Love you. And I thought, what if, what if, what if? Like I get it's oh that's such a good commercial. No, that commercial's bullshit. <laughs> like don't say I love you on a text message. What a horse shit <laughs> world we live in. Like say it to someone's face. If you're gonna say I love you, yeah. do not do it in a text message. Eardrum. And Samsung, you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> for promoting such now bullshit. Now you're gonna get the outrage. Um, and that's that's the problem with our world now. So you have Samsung. to say I love you in a text. Because you're too damn scared <laughs> yeah. to say it to someone's face. Yeah. Yeah, everyone just be forward, right? Then there's no like, per- there's no perceived defense. There's no perceived harassment. Yeah, I'm here. Right, can you hear? Can you hear me, Matt? Yeah, I'm here. Well, I don't know where Matt is. Wait, hold on. Well, I don't know if I'm going to get Matt back on the podcast, but thanks for listening to Don't Feed the Trolls. This week was a particularly difficult topic to talk about. Girls, we're in your corner. I hope you don't think that we're uh, trying to downplay sort of crap that women have to deal with when it comes to men, because it's clearly there. But uh, thanks for listening to the show. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. You can email us at Don't Email the Trolls. And you can go on Patreon.com slash Don't Feed the Trolls and uh support the show five bucks a month we ask one coffee a month keeps us going people are still climbing on board after all these uh episodes of us talking nonsense so that's awesome but uh we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening to the show